everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, 19th day of November 2020. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Doing Big J things. Ooh. Which is limited to, but not all inclusive of what this morning? Well, I'm trying to get uh, prepared here for uh, Nerd Alert. Uh huh. Which hasn't been easy lately because there hasn't been a whole lot of, of forthcoming news. All of it appears uh, to be around next gen systems. Yeah, evil. we'll have. We'll have some stuff on that, but uh, you know, it, uh, the world of entertainment has slowed way down. This is true for obvious reasons. This is true. Uh, yeah, we're starting to get to scrape the bottom of the barrel of things that were in the can that people are voluntarily releasing. The rest of it, like now, we're starting to get like the first things that were filmed entirely in quarantine and all that kind of stuff, and it's just not the same. Like the Michael Bay movie that's supposed to be coming soon. To a streaming service near you that was shot entirely while people were still kind of in lockdown, if as it were, right in California for sure. I don't think we ever really reached lockdown status here, but either way, uh, we got ourselves uh, some of that coming up on the show today. Another chance for you to qualify for winning Santa's sack. That's going to happen in around 8:30 with Pop Culture Smackdown as we get ready to give away week number four of the sack tomorrow evening. So that's going to be pretty cool. We're excited for that as the sack continues to grow. We'll have some more prizes in the next week, too. Things are getting exciting as far as that is concerned. We also have some delicious food for you to win, some Papa Murphy's and Carl's Jr. Over the course of the show today, we like to feed you just for hanging out and listening to the show. We're that kind of people. And, of course, we also will have We're Going to Hell, which makes us all proud, without a doubt. Very Uh, proud. So it should be a decent Thursday, including some music like Metallica, Kicking off the show with Until It Sleeps here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. On The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Gem State added another over 1,500 cases of COVID-19 to the list yesterday. 1,297 confirmed, 235 probable. Total cases, 86,435 yesterday. 12 new deaths reported as well. That put us over uh, 815 with uh, 75,203 confirmed cases and 815 deaths in Idaho since the pandemic. Uh, They released numbers that basically said uh, one person dies from COVID-19 related illnesses for every 91 confirmed cases here in the state. Jeez. The state's biggest hotspots included Ada County, of course, with 263, Canyon County with 173, and Bonneville County with 130. As of the 16th, which is the numbers that they are releasing, we had uh, 389 people hospitalized with COVID-19. 84 people were in the ICU. Recovery number grew as it does every week. 36,339 people have fully recovered from the virus here in the state. Uh, If you're keeping track, that's a little less than half of the people that have the cases. So that means that there are still people dealing with residual effects of it or it's lasting longer than they thought or it's just taking them a little bit longer to figure it all out or at least get the all clear i mean when you think about it what, what you got 40 days right before you got the all clear yeah it took uh, it took a while um so i don't know what they uh, the data that they measure to to determine that i mean it's not like i got a phone call or anybody said hey you're recovered yeah, no, I you think know, so. I think it's it's like going from a negative test to a positive test. Like, it's a positive test to a negative test. That makes sense. Which is what took you forever. Although you felt fine, it still took forever for you to get a positive test back. You know, 
I mean, a negative. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. a good a good news test. I mean, I, though, I wonder how closely they're they're sharing that information because you know it's just it just was attached to my name and then it's private stuff, so I have no idea how they get that information. I don't either. It's not like I submitted it to them. Correct. Uh, and but, it, but I was all tested. I, I'm I also, tested positive in a different place, and I tested negative. So. Yeah, but I, I'm guessing that it is it is one of those deals where you know obviously they they keep statistics on this stuff, so they know all positive tests, right? You would think so. And yeah. so I'm guessing they probably track for contact tracing or whatever the person that has tested positive and sees if there's a negative test after that. And I guess that's so they get the all clear. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure there's plenty of people that tested positive and then went and, and haven't had a test since then. Well, and, you know, uh, the, the, the guidelines are you don't really, you know, unless your job specifically determines that you must have that, you don't need to get a negative test. Uh, once you're 10 days free of any um, of the symptoms, then you're good to go, according to the CDC. Right. So, but I mean, like, can you I, I don't know. I can't imagine being an employer and not requiring an employee to show you something that he's all clear, she's all clear after testing positive for it. You just put yourself at risk, right? You'd think so, yeah. So you would hope that would be the case, but who knows what's going on around these parts. Uh, just like we called it on this particular show yesterday, Big J, Georgia guard Anthony Edwards went number one to the Minnesota Timberwolves in the NBA draft last night, which had been delayed multiple times because of the coronavirus. Uh, James Wiseman went second to the Golden State Warriors, LaMelo Bell. Uh, who ended up skipping college and playing professionally overseas, was taken third by the Charlotte Hornets. Patrick Williams from Florida State went to the Bulls. Isaac Okoro went to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Isaac plays at Auburn. So there's your top five in the NBA draft. There were some trades last night as well, but uh, not really any names that I think uh, John and Jane Q. Public would, would recognize. They're not any big names. It wasn't like James Harden or Russell Westbrook was shipped off last night. Uh, just kind of sedentary guys or three-point specialists or whatever to clear up some draft pick space or cap space. I guess Al Horford may be the biggest name that was traded yesterday. But even then, do you know who he is, Big J? I've heard the name. Yeah. Uh, could you tell me what team he played for? No. Yeah. I rest my case. As the number of coronavirus cases surge around the country, the NFL has decided to put all teams inside what they're calling intensive COVID-19 protocol starting on Saturday. That means masks mandatory at all times at team facilities, including during practice and in weight rooms. Meetings must be held virtually or in the largest indoor space possible. Meals have to be available for grab and go. And time in the locker room has to be limited. They're trying to put a, I guess, some sort of cap on this whole thing because, yeah, the NFL's getting hit a little bit harder, especially this week with the coronavirus stuff. So is college football. Six of this weekend's college football games have been postponed due to the coronavirus, including Texas at Kansas. Uh, basically, it, it, it's ugly. Uh, Navy at South Florida, Houston at SMU, Utah State at Wyoming, UNLV, Colorado State, Louisiana, Lafayette at Central Arkansas. All these things have been postponed this week because of issues with the coronavirus in locker rooms. So it's, it's hitting hard. Uh, currently, and it's probably not a surprise considering how hard it's hitting the United States. Big J, uh, Jennifer Aniston has announced her next uh, project, and it's not something that you're going to see on TV. She is a chief creative officer for something called Vital Proteins. Do you know what that is? No. A collagen brand. Uh, she uh, is a big wellness advocate, and so she decided to team up with Vital Proteins to uh, basically become some sort of spokesman for, for it. She says uh, that she's excited to be a part of it. She's used the product for years, and now she's happy to be the quote-unquote face of it. 
Kurt Seidesker is the CEO, and she said, and he says that uh, they're happy to have Jennifer to be a part of the team as well. So don't be surprised if you see her popping up in commercials all over the place for all sorts of different creams, things that you rub on your skin, and other things to make you, I don't know, appear young, Big J, like oil of Olay, you understand? Oil of Olay. Not the oil of Olay, of course. This would be a competitor to that, but I'm trying to think of something that maybe you would have heard of that makes sense that she is pushing at this point. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X Rocks. Uh, and Nick, as Microsoft and Sony have explained, and, and us ex- as well to the general public, supply of the next-gen gaming consoles expected to be tight for the next several months. Huh. And those tracking, they're trying to track down a PlayStation 5 or an Xbox Series X faced uh, long odds or some uh, somewhat stock being randomly popped up here directly for the manufacturers or retailers. And if you want to buy a PlayStation 5, Hybrid Xbox Series X without waiting for Black Friday or pairing, paying high prices for resellers, who those people can go to hell. Uh, set a reminder for today, Nick, at 1 p.m. Allegedly, Walmart said it's going to restock the PlayStation and Xbox consoles at that time. The pages indicate you'll also be able to snag some cheaper variants like the digital edition and the uh, of both of those. Hey, can yeah. I ask you a question? I was I was trying to think about this yesterday. Do you remember like when when the Xbox One first came out or the PS4 first came out? Were there this many delays with it? I remember there being like difficult to find, but was it like? almost impossible like it is now? No, I don't think quite this bad, but I mean, you know, we have gone to another stratosphere when it comes to supply and demand and hype. Yeah. Is but it also just because of the pandemic, too? I, I think so. Yeah. I think just production of these things, I mean, there's no way they could have as many ready as they were. And, and really, let's be honest, they really pushed uh, this on sale before it, it, these these machines should really be out. And we've talked about that and how some there's not very many games really readily available for them. It just seems like a real uh, but push. that being said, it also is incredibly smart by the company. I mean, listen, nothing yeah. makes anything seem more popular than it might actually be than having things very difficult to find when they first yeah. launch. It makes them seem cooler than the, maybe they are. It makes them seem like a very big deal. And it, it probably is a bit of a strategy. And maybe you're right. It's probably earlier than it should be. But at, at least they know there's a market for it and people are ravenous for that. And it makes it seem like a huge, huge deal. So they clearly know what they're doing and they probably did it all on purpose to be perfectly honest yeah probably because um, you so. don't see anybody apologizing you know what i mean like oh sorry <laughs> oh, yeah. we didn't know this was oh, happening oh it's well sorry <laughs> they knew they knew what was up they knew how many they had they knew how many people were interested they knew exactly how they, they knew the risks <laughs> and so did we actually so i don't yeah. know why we're bitching uh, one o'clock uh, today so get by your computers uh nick for the past five years every nfl player has had an rfid chip in their jersey good recording their whereabouts and movements on the field for every play of every game. You may have seen halftime ads showing the league's corporate partners use data to form advanced analysis and eye-popping prediction models. Well, now those numbers are going into the league's video game. Madden NFL 21 launching December 4th. uh, The next-gen version for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X will incorporate this tracking of player movement, acceleration, deceleration, and change of direction to deliver what developers vow is a more lifelike game of American football. I've always said the only thing I'm missing from my Madden games is math, and I'm so happy that 
it's finally here. Uh, you're going to see it uh, day one, first game, according to executive producer Sean Grady. Uh, he told this to Polygon.com. There's no doubt in my mind, it just feels different. Since we updated the player movement of every player on the field, that obviously impacts our blockers, said Clint Oldenburg, himself an offensive lineman in college and the NFL. We did some work to our lead blocking logic to make that improve to allow them uh, to have awareness. Grady said that uh, the overall real movement effect uh, slows Madden NFL 21 down, but in a way that allows players to have more time to make decisions, such as finding a hole in line with a running back. Oldenburg said it works on defense, too. The pacing of the passing game is going to allow user defenders a little more time to land their pass rush moves and get home to the quarterback. Uh, going more detail on this, uh, it's, it's, it seems really incredible uh, where they're trying to eliminate some of the, uh, I guess, you know, the goofier kind of movements that your player does just because it's a video game, right? When your lead blocker completely biffs the guy in front of you and just runs straight as opposed to blocking a guy. Well, I mean, that, yeah, but uh, they use Tyreek Kill as an example uh, in this article, and uh, it just kind of seems like it's going to really make a difference. I mean, that's uh, that's some hard data. We'll see if that makes a difference. We'll, we'll ask Randy because he's playing the game on a regular <laughs> basis. But uh, that's an example of what the next gen can offer to you. Cool. Uh, Nick, the Game Awards 2020 nominations are in. Uh, the Last of Us Part Two gathered 10 nominations, including so the game. Good. So of the good. year nod to lead all nominees for the Game Awards 2020 announced yesterday. Five other video games topped the Game of the Year awards, uh, also carried nominations in multiple uh, categories, including Indie Hits Hades with nine overall. Hades, The Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, and Final Fantasy VII Remake were all nominated. And uh, let's see, those were all, uh, by the way, in uh, the uh, art direction and direction and narrative. The other two nominees, Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons. All 75 different games were nominated in 23 categories. Sony Interactive, Nick, uh, is the most nominated publisher, picking up 22. The Game Awards said that's a second uh, record-setting 23 Nintendo received in 2017. I'll so, tell you what, Last of Us 2 is an absolutely amazing game. Probably my game of the year. What was what was your... Do you have one? What game that you enjoyed this year more than others? Uh, no. 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 Um, uh, probably uh, Warzone, I guess. That's really the only game I played all year. The Game of Awards... Uh, the Game Awards will air on December 10th, 10th uh, on several live streaming services and platforms. Uh, the show will be broadcast in virtual format this year, of course, because of the pandemic. But... Uh, there you go. It's your Nerd Alert morning after with Nick and Big J on the way. Some important stuff, and we're going to hell. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Probably not a surprise to a lot of people, but if you talk to regular old people on the street, apparently we are going to spend a little bit less this year on our holiday shopping than we did in 2019. We can thank, uh, well, a little thing called the coronavirus because of that. And, of course, there's also uh, pretty much nothing but economic uncertainty on the horizon. And so that happens to be behind our decision-making. The people at Debt.com are the one that put together this study, and they found that about 62% of respondents say, oh, we're probably going to spend a little bit less on holidays this year. Some 40% say that, well, listen, I'm not making as much money or I no longer have a job. That's a factor. 37% is because they expect their loved ones will also be cutting down. And 23% because, well, listen, uh, I'm not traveling or I'm not going to be seeing as many people as I would on the holidays. And therefore, listen, no gifts if I'm not coming to see it. Just the way it works. Nice. Also, uh, 13% say they feel less pressure to buy gifts because of uh, holiday celebrations this year are going to be dialed back. But Debt.com says those results may not turn out to be true. 
saying that every year people go into the holidays with the best intentions, saying, listen, i got to do this on a budget, but the re- re- reality of the situation is once people start to buy stuff and then they realize there's somebody on their list they forgot, the numbers always tend to go up. So while you may go into the holiday season saying, yep, i got to really, really curtail this, the, uh, the reality of the situation may be that you're still going to spend the money that you would have spent normally because that's just the way it works. Right. Because you know what? You want to make other people happy at the end of the day. Damn right. And so whether it's family or friends, you're probably going to do a little bit of shopping to make that happen for the holiday season. So while it may be a little bit less, it probably won't be significantly less or maybe even more. Who the hell knows? NBA draft was last night, Big J. A Boise State Bronco got drafted in the second round. Number 51, Jessup, Justanian Jessup, drafted by the Golden State Warriors, Big J. They're going to need him. It makes a lot of sense uh, because, you know, what's the one thing Jessup can do with this game, Big J? Dunk. No, he can't. No. <laughs> I mean, he probably can, but that's uh, not what he's famous for. I hope everybody got a chuckle out of that. Uh, no, he's a three-point specialist. As a matter of fact, the all-time leading three-point shooter for the Broncos and the Mountain West. As a matter of fact, which is probably what made him so attractive to the Golden State Warriors. And so he was picked up by them in the second round. And yeah, you're right. They may need him because they got some bad news surrounding their shooting guard, Clay Thompson, yesterday. He injured his lower right leg in workouts yesterday. And there are reports that say it could be a significant Achilles injury, which of course would keep him out for the year. ESPN reported that Thompson was injured during a workout, but who knows if it was team organized or not. Of course, he was looking to come back this year because he missed all of last season because of an ACL tear that he suffered during the finals in 2019. So this could be two straight years Man, that, would suck. that Clay Thompson misses because of significant injuries to different parts of his body. I mean, who knows if it's the same leg or what, but Jesus, poor guy. My leg. Big J, HBO Max is going all in on the TV show The Flight Attendant. It is Kaylee Cuoco's uh, new show for the streaming service. It is what they call kind of like a comedy, drama, mystery kind of thing. And they want to make it free for everybody. And that's going to happen. The first three episodes will drop on Thanksgiving Day that you'll be able to check out. And then the limited series will continue with two episodes on December 3rd. Two more on December 10th, and then the finale on December 17th. And they're hoping that the quality of the show and the excitement for it will get people into HBO Max, and then they'll get a little bit more subscribers that way. So they're making it free for everybody, so you'll get a chance to check out the show if you're a big Kaylee Cuoco fan, and maybe just maybe turn into an HBO Max fan. Any interest in the flight attendant, Big J? Uh, not initially, no. Well, I guess let me say this. Do you know anything about the flight attendant? No. Have you seen the trailers or no. anything? Gotcha. She plays a flight attendant. How adventurous. Uh, yeah, well, it, it, she gets caught up in a, in a murder mystery kind of oh. a thing. Like uh, oh. she meets, a, at least from what I can gather in the trailer, she's a flight attendant, meets a very uh, tall, dark, and handsome dude on a plane. They get it on. She wakes up. He's dead in the hotel room. And uh, she, of course, is a suspect, but she didn't do it. But she's got to figure out who did, you see? Yeah. Why is there a dead body in her hotel room with a guy she Why just me? met? Why but, me? So these are the things that the flight attendant is about. You can check it out for free yourself if you're interested. Based on a true story. Here's traffic. Somebody you know? No. How about we step into... <laughs> on 100.3, the X rocks. Naugatuck, Connecticut is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Naugatuck. Tuck. Naugatuck. Oh, okay, Naugatuck. Uh, in Connecticut, and we don't go to Connecticut very often, so you know it's going to have to be a doozy. 
And it is the story of John Fignar, who is 36 years old. And he faces a couple of charges after having himself a rough Tuesday night this week. He's charged with a second-degree criminal trespass, second-degree breach of the peace, interfering uh, with an officer, and assault on a public safety officer. That's assault, brother! It all starts around 5 o'clock in the evening on Tuesday, where a person who lives in a pretty big area of uh, this particular city, meaning, you know, he doesn't have a lot of neighbors. He's got a big backyard. There's some forest on this property, all sorts of stuff. Big backyard, huh? And he is, he is making dinner, and he hears some, like, oh, in the background, right? And he's like, oh, man, is there a sick animal in my woods or something? Uh, right. And he's like, is there a bear or anything happening in, in the woods that I need to be aware of? And so he keeps hearing just, like, these screams, and he's like, all right, I should probably go check this out. As he gets closer, he realizes it's a... It's a man screaming, and he's like, uh-oh, I better see if this guy needs help. And as he walks up to the situation that has caught his ear from, he says, a good seven, 800 yards away, he can tell that there is a gentleman who is, mm, we'll say half-dressed, Big J. He's got a shirt on, that's about it, okay? Ooh. And he apparently is humping the tree. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah. He's dry humping the tree. And he's screaming. Ah! Jesus. <laughs> and according to, not the gentleman, but the gentleman, so he decides, he does the smart thing. He doesn't even approach the guy, right? He's like, all right, we got a little bit of crazy he going on him. here. No, no, no. Oh. He, he contacts authorities. He's like, listen, I got somebody half naked, screaming, uh, humping a tree in my backyard. Will somebody uh. please come out? <laughs> And, and take advantage of the situation and take him away. So police show up, and when police show up, uh, it takes them about 15 minutes to get to the property. And sure enough, this guy is still there screaming at the top of his lungs Man. while he's humping this tree. Endurance. Still naked. And at this point, when the officers arrive on the scene, he has begun eating the branches as well. Ow, ow, ow. <laughs> Uh, you know, I mean, bath salts. This is a bath salt situation. And so the officers are like, hey, guy, are you all right? And uh, that's when he started to assault the officers. So it turned into a whole brouhaha, if you will. And uh, listen, man, I, I can't imagine what it would have to be like to have to restrain a half naked man who's been making love to a tree for like 40 minutes. You know what I mean? It probably isn't the highlight of their day. Yeah, it's not what you want to do. Uh, they said at, at that point as well, uh, they tried to uh, to run around to other houses, which was causing residents to flee in fear, as you should from any man that's naked from the waist down, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they got him into custody. However, once he was there, he, of course, spat and fought with the officers, uh, according to police. Uh, they did say that uh, despite all this stuff, negative for drugs, negative for alcohol, Big Jake. All natural. Uh, he just had some sort of yeah detachment there and had to be taken to St. Mary's uh, Psychological Hospital for some evaluation. And then after that, he'll be taken to jail and held on a $25,000 bond. But that's a Tuesday you probably won't forget. Like, I mean, you're just making dinner and you think there's some sort of sick animal out in your woods. You wander out there to see a dude screaming, eating branches and humping trees. And you're just like, what is going on? 
And then you probably yourself realize, oh yeah, it's 2020, I forgot. This kind of makes sense for a Tuesday. Poor tree. <laughs> yeah, I got his, his branches ate Make too. like a tree. And just sit there while I hump you. Weird. So, uh, John's in jail and in a psychiatric hospital, probably uh, both places he belongs. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. Three days grace and pain here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. A piece of news was released yesterday that, quite frankly, surprised me that it took this long for it to happen. But Uh-oh. finally, in 2021, it looks like you're going to be able to drink Pantera beer, which is crazy oh. that it's been this long since Pantera has officially released an adult beverage. But uh, apparently that's going to happen in the year 2021. They revealed yesterday on their social media a new beer partnership with a Dallas-based brewery called the Texas Ale Project. And so they're going to release something called the Pantera Golden Ale in 2021 apparently it will be the very first beer to bear the band's official name and it registers a 5.4 percent alcohol per beverage so that's uh decent it's a nice little size it's not an ipa so that's a rarity in the world of the uh the beers that come out for bands but uh the brewmaster over there at texas ale project says that uh, they were excited they're all big pantera fans there and were uh surprised and honored that pantera said yeah let's do this Let's go ahead and go with it. So uh, it apparently will have a little bit of a citrus finish to it, but it'll be a clean golden ale, according to the brewery. It is scheduled for release on March 1st of 2021. Uh, Here's the deal, however. It's one of those that's... It's a pretty independent brewery there in Dallas, so Dallas is really going to be the only place you're going to be able to get it readily available. But uh, they have a website called Traver. I don't know if you've heard of this before, but it is a pretty popular website for beer aficionados. You can go on there and you can order from all sorts of independent uh, breweries all over the country, and they ship directly to you. So they're making the beer available on that as well. So if you really, really want it, you can jump on Traver and get it. Here's a good uh, suggestion we got in from a text, Nick. They should have called it Cowboys from Ale. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, they they that's had an opportunity one. to have a little bit of fun with it. But I, listen, I don't know how these things are named. Maybe the band had to sign off on it or something. But uh, they had an opportunity for it. They, they paid, The band posted a picture of the can on their socials. Yeah, I saw well. that. It's very cool. Uh, and so you have an opportunity to look at that again. It's, it's a good six months or five months away before it actually comes out anywhere. But at least you know that in the year 2021, you can have a Pantera beer if you want one. Listen, I know this is borderline selling out, but uh, I wish there was a version of the uh, Black Tooth Grin drink available in a can. Yeah, I mean, listen. And then we could all really just get hammered. If there is one thing that Pantera is known for, it's probably heavy metal music. If there's two things, it's the fact that that band liked to drink and party while they were doing (laughs) what they were doing. And whether it was Vinny or Dimebag or, you know, even back in the day, uh, Rex and, of course, Phil, they all knew how to party and get down and have a good time. And the beer was always flowing backstage. So that's why I'm surprised it took this long for them to get. But then again, uh, who knows the way the whole, you know, four different members of the band, a band that's no longer together. uh, Now two of them, of course, unfortunately have passed on. So I don't know if that makes it easier or more difficult for these things to get the green light. Uh, or who gets all the stuff when it does get a green light, if the brewery has to share profits or whatever the case may be. I don't know. 
but I'm sure there's a lot of complicated things that go on behind the scenes. Just know it's happening. March 1st is when it'll be available for you. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by the Idaho Lottery. You in it to win it? The Idaho Lottery's $1 million raffle has the best odds of winning a million bucks and is on sale now. Play before November 3rd for a chance to win a $1,000 daily prize if you want to do that. And also get a chance to pop into an Idaho Lottery retailer near you and grab yourself a little bit of that raffle, which is going to happen at the end of the year. Maybe win yourself a million bucks. Walmart is trying real hard, Big J, to make sure Christmas is still a thing for you during a pandemic and also maybe uh, lean pretty heavily on the laziest of us as well as they have launched a Christmas tree delivery program and their brand new Christmas lights installation service this year, Big J. Christmas tree options range from recently chopped to potted plants, all three to nine feet tall. They'll also drop off things like wreaths and poinsettias to give your house that Christmas feel. The retail giant has also partnered with Handy for its lights installation program, which is limited to single or double story homes. So if your daughter didn't do all the heavy lifting for you, Walmart could have. Installation on single story homes costs about $129 for a double story. It's $199. However, those prices only include labor and not the actual Christmas lights, extension cords, or clips too. So if you wanted to remove their lights as well, it's $99 for a one story and then $159 for a two story. And you can order both those services on Walmart's website. Last month, Lowe's also launched a holiday tree delivery plan. So these are the things that people are doing now, I guess. Get your tree delivered to you. But I guess, I'm guessing, it's been a long time since I've had a real tree. Uh, But wasn't part of the fun picking out the one that goes into your house? Can you really do that with the delivery system? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, walking the lot and going, that's the one that looks good for me is, is a little bit different than, you know, just grabbing, yeah, give me a six-foot tree on the internet. Like, and, and even more different than, than going out and trudging through the woods. And chopping it down yourself? Yeah. Yeah, it's. I would say it's the polar opposite of that. Exactly. Uh, but then again, uh, some people just want the experience and don't really care that much about picking it up. Then that service is for you. Timberwolves made Anthony Edwards from Georgia their first overall pick in the NBA draft last night. Uh, Adam Silver announced the selections from ESPN Studios in Connecticut without any players or fans in attendance. Golden State Warriors took James Wiseman from Memphis second. LaMelo Bell went third, who uh, played college uh, nowhere and went overseas to play professional uh, basketball. He went to the Charlotte Hornets, so he now plays for Michael Jordan. Patrick Williams from Florida State overall fourth went to Chicago, and then uh, Isaac Coro from Auburn went to the Cavs at number five. Hey, Robinson Cano is in deep trouble. No! The New York Mets second baseman has been suspended for a full season, 162 games, after the 38-year-old had a positive performance-enhancing drug test for the second time in his career. Jeez. He's an eight-time All-Star. He tested positive back in 2018 when he was with the Seattle Mariners uh, and had to miss half the season then. And so now he misses the whole season and all of his salary is taken away as well, which would have been $24 million from the Mets. So that's going to do it for Cano probably at 38. That was probably his last bow anyway. It is officially official. Wonder Woman 1984 is expanding its viewing options. Wonder Woman! Uh, The uh, sequel to the 2017 blockbuster hit is going to come out on Christmas Day. Hell or high water. It will be available in some movie theaters if they are still open, and it will be headed to HBO Max as well. 
Uh, the film will debut internationally in theaters all over the world on December 16th. But they decided enough's enough over there at DC, and they were going to release the film no matter what. It won't cost you anything else if you are an HBO Max subscriber. It's not like Disney where you have to play a premium to get Mulan. They're just going to make it available for you to watch if you're an HBO subscriber. So that's pretty cool. Uh, Gail Gadot made the announcement on her uh, Twitter account saying, It's time. We've all waited a long time for this one to come. And so it is officially happening on Christmas Day. And I'm guessing uh, the other places will probably wait for the numbers to come out and see how it does, and then maybe follow suit. So this is could ha- this could be the pathway to things like Black Widow and other stuff that have been in the can and just been delayed and delayed and delayed. So we'll see. But either way, Wonder Woman 1984 is happening on Christmas Day. Pop culture smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, let's get somebody qualified here for Santa's sack. We've got a uh, Echo Dot for you. We've got an Amazon Fire Stick, a an Amazon Kindle 10-inch tablet, and a 40-inch. Is it 40-inch? Yeah, 40-inch smart TV to get to you. We'll give that away tomorrow uh, to somebody who gets qualified. And of course, we'll throw at you a Papa Murphy's Boise meal deal, which includes family-sized pepperoni pizza. Cookie dough, classic cheesy bread, and two liter soft drink. Now's the time to get through if you haven't qualified already for Santa's sack. You just have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown in order to do that. The number 208 287 1003. That's what you need to call if you want to play. Let's get ourselves a contestant for some Pop Culture Smackdown. Hello, the X. Hello, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? My name is Adam. All right, Adam, you are up first. Adam, traditionally introduced in the fall, what does Starbucks say it's its most popular seasonal beverage of all time? Uh, the caramel uh, brulee. Uh, what, the caramel brulee drink? Wrong. It is not the caramel brulee drink. No, sir. Thank you for playing, Adam. No, Maybe too it. detailed. Uh, hello, the X. Well, no, it needs to have a, it needs a particular flavor is oh. what we're looking for. Yeah. Uh, hi, uh, here's the question. Traditionally introduced in the fall, which is right about now, what does Starbucks say is its most popular seasonal beverage of all time? Pumpkin spice. That is correct. Right. I'll take it. It's a pumpkin spice latte. What's your name, sir? Mike. Mike, you're taking on Big J. Big J, the name of a Renaissance artist appears in the title of a Dan Brown book and also a Tom Hanks movie called what? Da Vinci? Leonardo Da Vinci. The full name of the actual... The book? Yeah, or the movie. Oh, um, let's see. Oh, man. Oh, man. Repeat the question. Sure. The name of a Renaissance artist appears in the title of yeah, a Leonardo Dan Brown book. There you go. Hang on. A Dan Brown book or and the Tom Hanks movie called what? So I'm looking for the title of the book and the movie. You've got the artist, yeah. It sounded like you were asking who the artist was. Well, no. I win. You asked for the whole question. Uh, I can't remember. Listen, forget about the book, but even the movie, I can't. Did you ever see the movie? No. Oh. Uh, Da Vinci's Stare. The Da Vinci Stare. Wrong. No, it is not called The Da Vinci Stare. The Da Vinci Files? Uh, you're closer. Wrong. The Da Vinci Dossier. Uh, Wrong. No. Mike, do you happen to know? You win either way. Da Vinci Code. Right. Da Vinci Code. The Da Vinci Vinci Treatment. Code is what it's called. Congratulations, Mike. Uh, You got yourself qualified for Santa's sack. Hang on one second. We'll get you some information. Make sure you get that Papa Murphy sent out to you as well. 
Morning oh, After man. with Nick and Big J. Some headlines are next on the x Rock. Hey. It's time for Headlines on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And headlines are brought to you by Team Mazda. This Saturday, 2 to 4 p.m. at the Caldwell Events Center, we're having what's called a virtual live broadcast. Team Mazda on the pre-owned Superstore going indoors this weekend to the Caldwell Events Center for not just any team indoor super sale, but an everything indoor super sale. It's going on four days only. Starts today, goes through Sunday. And again, you can check me out with Aaron doing a live virtual live broadcast from 2 to 4 p.m. on Saturday from the Caldwell Event Center. So make sure you go out there and check out the great deals from Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. Headlines are as follows. Big J, a curse becomes a blessing. Not cool, guys, and makes sense to me. Not cool, guys. This is a very nice. An electrician in New Zealand was working on the roof of a Domino's pizza location when thieves stole his damn ladder, dude. What? The electrician and refrigeration engineer named Tom Clancy, no relation, <laughs> says he was called to repair the walk-in chiller at the Domino's in Camo late Saturday night. He said once he realized his ladder was missing, he called Domino's staff to ask if they had accidentally removed it, and they said, no, that wasn't us. He then had to wait as one of the employees had to drive home to get a ladder and then help him down because he was stuck on top of the roof of the stand Domino's. And it's not like Domino's had a ladder hanging around. Clancy says whoever took his ladder actually had to untie it before they could flee, so it was a real jerk move. And ladders, Big J, especially big ones, not cheap. It's just in. Yeah. And so not a cool thing to do. Leave some guy stranded up on the roof of a Domino's, man. Thank God uh, this is the and time. And it's not of- even a charity. <laughs> no. Uh, thank God this is the time of cell phones and he had somebody he could contact. Otherwise, he'd probably be up there for days back in the olden times. Yeah, he ordered pizza. Hello! Help! <laughs> uh, a curse becomes a blessing or makes sense to me. Makes sense to me. Before you decide it's time to put on your favorite Christmas tunes playlist on repeat, experts are warning that hearing Christmas songs on repeat time and time and again, like you might while shopping over the festive period, could actually be bad for your mental health. Big Jake. Music goes right to our emotions immediately, and it bypasses rationality, according to psychologist Linda Blair. No relation. She said that uh, Christmas music is likely to irritate more people than it's likely to please, especially if it's played too loudly and too early, and if it's too repetitive. It might make us feel like we're trapped in some sort of weird Christmas dystopia, and it's a reminder that we have to buy presents, cater to people, organize things, and all sorts of other crap. And so the Christmas songs may actually cause more anxiety than they're supposed to alleviate, Big J. Nah, really disagree. totally disagree. Really? Yeah. See, I guess that's where I'm different. I, I'm not I'm not a fan, nor have I ever really been a fan of a lot of Christmas You tunes. hate Christmas. I don't like, I don't like hate Christmas record. at all. I, I don't like, uh, I'm, but I don't like Christmas music. Because I don't like Christmas music? Yeah. No, no, I don't think that's, uh, that's uh, too no, much that's of a, a connection. No, that's a pretty clear line. Because uh, I do enjoy, although uh, that being said, I, I do, I mean, I have a Christmas tree. That's a thing. But I don't go out of my way and decorate a ridiculous amount either. Yeah, it's just a tree but sitting in your house. it's also different because, you know, uh, when I had the kids, the house was decorated up and all sorts of stuff. But now that they're not around that much, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, you're a modern it, day Scrooge. It makes it really, really sad when it's just a, a Christmas tree in my house. But either way, uh, whatever makes you happy at the end of the day is what you should be doing. Uh, it's when you start forcing other people into the stuff that makes it start to be incredibly tiring. Wrap it up with a curse becomes a blessing. Most people would not like to see a meteorite crashing through their home. Uh, that's not a good thing. But no. a man in Indonesia instead saw dollar signs. His name is Jesua Holatang. He's 33 years old, and he was working outside of his home in Indonesia when he says a meteorite crashed through the roof of his house. Turns out it was a 4.5-inch chunk 
of Carbonaceous Crotonite, which is a very rare variety of meteorite. And it turns out this meteorite that crashed through his roof was valued at about $2 million by experts and attracted the attention of U.S. expert Jared Collins, who decided to buy the meteorite and resell it to another collector. Josiah did not disclose the amount he was paid for the object, but indicated it was well over a million dollars. He says he'll use the money to expand his family's farm, also plans to donate some towards building a local church. Awesome. But a meteorite crashing through the roof of his house, causing severe damage. Crashing through the roof. A millionaire. Not bad, right? In a one-horse open meteor. No, that doesn't make any sense. But... Christmas music. Uh, is congratulations to uh, Joshua for or Joshua, however you want to pronounce it, for grabbing himself a million dollar meteorite. Yeah, uh, one in a million chance, of course, but he made it work. Probably Here's more than that. Yeah, you're probably right. One in a gajillion. I guess the the other part of it is you'd have to find somebody that's into that kind of stuff to know or, that it's super rare. Yeah, who do you take it to? I don't know. Certainly, I don't know in Indonesia. That's for sure. Deftones ohms. Here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I hope you are not planning a company holiday party anytime soon. No. Good. No, I don't uh, I don't do that. Not and, for Big J Productions? And uh, No, and neither is anybody else, really. A recent poll of human resources professionals across the country found that only, and this still blows my mind, only 23% said the company was offering uh, or was going to have an office holiday party this year. But of that 23%, 75% said they would be held virtually. Like who's gonna go to that? I uh, you you're, I mean listen. Who's gonna zoom it up for a holiday party? I've gone to the holiday party for for the uh, the the broadcasting place here the last what five six years they've yeah, had it. Yeah, yeah. But you couldn't pay me to go to a virtual holiday party. First of for this all, place. the only reason I'm going to the holiday party is the food. Okay. Okay. All right. That's all. You're not getting that at the Zoom virtual holiday party. Okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that, but that's good to know. The second reason that we would go uh, would be the raffle prizes involved. <laughs> so, hey, listen, if you threw in these raffle prizes, you could do that via Zoom or virtually. That I might bet be... you. I bet you, if they had raffle prizes, you and the wife. The would wife. Be part of the it. wife would be like, "Hey, we go into this virtual." <laughs> I, party? That, not enough for me, but I, I, I do know that your wife loves to raffle. Though. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, there. You go. Yeah, we uh, we just got word of a, a company a party that we were invited to that got canceled yesterday, and never, and I was like, that makes total sense to me. Yeah. I totally understand, and and would not expect anybody to have a company party right now. And and I feel like when when I you know especially with people we know and care about when they make a decision like that, I I, I applaud them, and, and I'm like, God, thank you for, you know, yeah, we're not going to get to do that, but I mean, it just is the responsible thing to do when you're you're taking into account uh, people and their and their families, and I. I appreciate that. Right, because I mean, all these things uh, are going to happen in and around the holidays that aren't with your immediate family. And what if, you know, somebody that you don't know brings their wife who has COVID to the, or their husband that has COVID to the party. And next thing you know, you got sick and you didn't know that and you take it to your family. I mean, it's just, it, it's a, it's a roller coaster ride yeah, and chances you don't need to be taken. It's a nightmare. And uh, so, yeah, there won't be, uh, there won't be a lot of that. When I feel bad too, again, this hits, you know, uh, economically as well because there's a lot of people sure. who you know rely on those sort of events to uh to, to make their living and it sucks um that that's happening but it's it's for the safety of the greater uh mass of people 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will give you a chance to get some food from us, uh, courtesy of Bad Impressions. That's coming up next in the X Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And let's hook somebody up with a Carl's Jr. Monster Angus Thick Burger. It's got two uh, third pound Angus beef patties. You've got four uh, pieces of applewood smoked bacon, uh, a bunch of American cheese on there, some mayo. Uh, we'll get that to you uh, through the mail. If you can figure out bad impressions here today fictional character. Not just one, but two of those coming your way if you want to get in on this. 208-287-1003. Lunch is on us if you want to play Bad Impressions. Let's go to the phones and get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Good morning! Hey, what's up, man? What's your name? My name's Shane. Alright, Shane. Good luck to you. Shane, fictional character here, okay? Okay. I like my martinis shaken, not stirred. Uh, give me the next one. I love driving an Austin Martin. Uh, one more. And the likes of Sean Connery, Daniel Craig, Roger Moore, Pierce Brosnan have all played me in movies. Uh, that's uh, Mr. Bond, James Bond. I just wanted to hear your impressions. Ta-da, ta-da. Well done, Shane. Hang on one second. We'll send that Carl's Jr. out to you. And why is 007 in the news? Bond, James Bond. Uh, just after earlier this morning, uh, news broke that IO Interactive, it's the the, the gaming uh, company that makes the likes of the, the game Hitman, uh, is going to be making the next James Bond game. And from uh, all intents and purposes, what it looks like, it's going to be about the origin story of James Bond. And so we'll see where that comes. It's, you know, how he got all of his James Bond powers? Yeah. Yeah, his, he doesn't have powers, but uh, <laughs> how we got all of his skills. Who knows what this could be, but IO Interactive has done a pretty dang good job with Hitman, and so it kind of makes sense, uh, and you can kind of get an idea of what it might look like at least, and, and, and no word on how long it's going to take. Probably a couple years. Sure. Yeah, I, at the very least. Uh, but yeah, yeah I'm I mean, excited, though. Sure. I mean, we talked a little bit about it. Like, uh, there's GoldenEye. Did you find that there were any other uh, video games that they made? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they made a Quantum of Solace game. I mean, they just they just weren't very good. I don't remember yeah. Quantum of Solace No, at why all. would you? I mean, so it had to have been on, like, PS4 and Xbox One, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't good at Xbox all? Xbox 360, I think. Okay. No, no, they weren't good. All right. I don't remember anything about it. But uh, so hopefully this one is good. Uh, and uh, have they done anything else other than Hitman that we can put our finger on? I don't, you know, I don't know offhand. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, probably a couple years away, but it's nice to have some licensed stuff coming your way soon. Maybe it'll be like Goldeneye. Maybe it'll be third person. Who knows? Morning after Six with person. Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X Rocks. System of a Down, Protect the Land is how we're going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday. Thank you very much for tuning in to us. We got a chance to talk a little bit about naked men doing things to trees and biting branches God. out in Connecticut, which is weird to say the least. Also had a chance to talk about James Bond video games and company holiday party. It's a pretty holiday themed morning after today, as a matter of fact. Yeah, we're getting close to it. That's Talked why. about how much people were spending on holidays, uh, Christmas tree delivery and light setup, courtesy of some stores near you. All sorts of stuff on the show today. And a reminder that if you're looking for a new or used vehicle, you may want to check out the Caldwell Event Center coming up this weekend because beginning today all the way through Sunday, Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore going indoors. They're taking their stuff out to the Caldwell Event Center for not just any Team Indoor Super Sale, but the everything Indoor Super Sale. All sorts of crazy deals happening this weekend. Four days only, Thursday through Sunday. Check it out for yourself. 
courtesy of Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, let's see. Google Maps can now tell you uh, the best and least crowded times to head to the grocery store. They posted uh, the other day that U.S. grocery stores are least busy on Mondays at 8 a.m. Okay. I mean, we can. But, you know, if you've got the time, get up the store at 8 a.m. It's like rolling in, getting up early before you have to go into yeah. work and go into the grocery store. But then you have to take the groceries home. Yeah. So. Most congested time is Saturdays from noon until 3 p.m. That makes sense. Any time on the weekend is bad. Uh, that's for sure. That's when everybody seems to be going. So if you can plan it around it, now you know they're keeping you safe. Does it keep you, like, does it give you ideas based on your location, too? Probably. I, Maps. I, yeah, I didn't, uh... I didn't go into the, the, the metadata on it. Jeez. Well, I don't know. I mean, was that the best times for the Treasure Valley, or is that just the in general in the United States? The in the time? United States. Gotcha. Uh, but Google Maps, I'm sure, can break it down for wherever area you're in, probably. I don't imagine it will change very much, but still, some information that you may use. Yeah. It's going to pretty much do it for us. Jason Drew is up next. We will see you on Friday. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rock.